0: Thank you for joining us for the Advancing Oceanside podcast, brought to you by the Oceanside Chamber of Commerce. The Advancing Oceanside podcast hosts business and community leaders from all industries to help inform, better educate, and ultimately advocate for a prosperous economic climate here in Oceanside. It is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month, and we're joined by Vishnu Sneller. Owner of Minuteman Press Oceanside. Vishnu is an incredibly intelligent woman who, for decades, studied the epidemiology of infectious diseases and health services for displaced populations. After a personal tragedy took her son away from managing Minuteman, Vishnu stepped in to run the shop's daily operations. Driven by positivity and perseverance, Vishnu shares how her Indian upbringing has taught her to overcome almost any obstacle. Our interview shares an open and honest recollection of what it means to be an Asian American and how Vishnu hopes to continue to recognize and honor other Asians and Pacific Islanders within our community. Her love for Oceanside and for our local small businesses is evident, and I'm excited for you to hear her story. So, without further ado, Vishnu Sneller. Welcome, Vishnu. We are so happy to have you. How are you doing today?
1: Hannah, it's lovely, and I am very, very flattered that you chose to have me uh, to to start off the Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Uh, thank you so very much. Oceanside Chamber of Commerce has been absolutely wonderful for my experience, and I cannot I cannot um, uh, praise them any more than than what English language allows me to. <laughs> um, so thank you, thank you, Hannah. And I'm hoping that you know what we start with the Chamber of Commerce will pick up, and people will be start looking uh, to looking about Asian Americans and and being aware that Oceanside is a very very uh, diverse community, and we have to respect each other and be proud that we have <laughs> such a such a diversity.
0: Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I second that. Um, I know I don't look very Asian, but my grandmother was actually full Okinawan. So. Um, being able to honor and recognize her during this month and, and remember her for the incredible individual that she was is really special to me. So I second everything that you are saying there. But, um, you know, I know you're going to talk a little bit about um what Asian, heri- Asian American Heritage Month means to you and et cetera. But I, I want to start by just hearing a little bit about you, um, your background and how you got started with Minuteman Press.
1: So um, I am Vishnu Priya. That's my first name. I'm 74 years old. I've been divorced for 47 years. I have one son, 51 years, and one grandson, my sweet, sweet grandson, 11 years of age. Um, my primary skills were in parasitology, medical entomology, epidemiology of infectious diseases, and services for displaced populations. And here am I operating Oceanside Binetman Press, which is a printing service. So in this one, I'm uh, guided by being a woman and also my Indian heritage, which gives me from, from childhood that perseverance is everything. And that's what's guiding me throughout.
0: Absolutely, I love I love that story and how you're taking on this what you thought was retirement and and you can move forward. But you're taking on this with a positive attitude, and I think that's really important.
1: So I admire well, you in that aspect. It, it's one of the things you learn, you know. I mean, it, for me, what one learns, I learned. As, and from from the childhood, you know we have to pass exams, we have to talk, you have to get first class, why did you get honors only first class you know that sort of thing and it's not it's not what it's not the the problems that you have, but it's how you solve them you know from a very young age, for example um when children get upset, you know, they're cranky, whatever, you give them a ball of wool that's all knotted up, and you say, can you please take out this knot? I need this wool. And the child, you know, will sit down and try to take out that knot. Some children take use all that time that's available, and some don't. And every time they get cranky, you give them that knot to, to remove it, you know. Eventually, it removes. And what? The knot goes away. What you've learned is you take a big problem and you remove it to its smallest extent. And then you address it. And it doesn't matter whether you cry, you scream, whatever it is, the problem is still there. And then you have to face it. You do whatever you need to do, but you come back and you face it. And that's perseverance. That's diligence. That's focusing. We learn it from a very young age when we have to take our exams.
0: Right, absolutely. I love those messages and I, I'm glad that, that um allows you to persevere through all of this. So, um, you know, I know we touched on it earlier, but May is Asian American Heritage Month. And, you know, 2020 and 2021 have been extremely difficult years for the Asian American community. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about what it means to you to be um Asian American? Um, you
1: know, it's um I've never really thought about whether I'm proud uh, of being an Asian American or not. Um, I am what I am, and I'm very proud because I carry with me the principles and the values of of, uh, of my own family, which happens to be South Indian. So when I was in CDC, I was the president of the Asian American Employee uh, Asian American uh, Pacific Islander Employee Association, and every year we we have the May that we that the each association employee association uses to showcase their their ethnicity. There's you know Hispanics, and um, then there's Native Americans, and so on. So we, for me, during that time. I showcased a different Asian community every week. And I came to know that there was a very large Nepalese and Bhutanese immigrants in Atlanta. And there was a Nepali Bhutanese resettlement group that's been very active. I didn't even know that. I always thought that doing something like this for the community increases our awareness. And, you know, this ocean side is very rich. So when I came here, I was looking for places to to eat ethnic food. In Atlanta, just within a a one-mile radius, I could find about 10 different ethnic restaurants. Here there is nothing, you know. So I was thinking, where are these people? And I see them. I see them, but they are here. But they're not a parent. And consequently, when I talk to my grandson, he's not that he's not that aware of Asians. Um and he asked me, is India in Asia? Yes, it is. <laughs> I know he's very young and he asked me this when he was eight years old but the same question was asked of me when I first came to Oceanside and when I first and when I was in Atlanta so people don't don't quite quite remember about Asia we always talk about going to Europe for holidays but we forgot the Vietnamese came here they were evacuated in Oceanside Camp Pendleton was was there uh, Uh, Camp for the repatriation of the Vietnamese. We have a very large Vietnamese Laotian population here. We have a large uh, Korean orphans that were adopted by people here, and uh, a lot of spouses who were married to to uh, military uh, overseas are over here. So that that's why I wanted to make aware uh, that we. We are integrated into this community, and we should really honor our diversity.
0: All right. So now that we've learned a little bit about you, um, can you talk about how being both a minority and a woman has shaped your work ethic and the way you run your business, and obviously how you have um, overtaken um, Minimum Press?
1: Well, I said this before. Uh, it's the perseverance and and the abil- and the ability or the, the training to be able to look at it at any any situation and break it down to its smallest elements. It's not easy to do. Um, and uh you know during this experience I've had a lot of crying bouts, I've had a lot of uh what am I going to do? And you know, and and uh wringing your hands and breaking your head and and why I don't. I have no idea about business. Mine was basically, you know, like a physician and and people who needed health services and so on. And a lot, a lot of the um, um, epidemic controls and outbreak controls. And I've been many parts of the United States to help in and controlling, especially in vaccines. I went to. Uh, I went to so many small business development. Uh, courses, and I learned from the time go. The smallest pebble you can learn about businesses, what it is, and so on. And I, I would come out not understanding a word of what I heard. I know they're saying it in English, and I know those words exist, but what does it mean? You know. But I'm a long way since then. But I still have my, my um, restrictions, impediments. Uh, but Really, those little examples of trying to unravel this knot, a little by little, uh, really helps. And I think what we forget when we are really stressed and we have such and mine was a huge stress. I'm not going to to minimize it. It was it was a a a catastrophic experience, but it is there. It has to be addressed. And the only way you're going to do it is kicking and screaming, get, get that over with, and then just go to the next thing that you have to do. And somebody will, ex- will help you. This is what's happening with the business. It's not like it's taking off and I'm making thousands. It's still being very, very difficult. Everyone who walks in is very precious to me. But it's the same thing. You have to do it and you have to be here and you have to have a positive attitude. One thing, if I'm if I'm very, very negative, what are my customers going to react? Because it's a horrible place. Don't go there. So you it has to come from you. It has to come from inside you. So this is what I'm doing. I'm angry, I'm frustrated, I'm 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 depressed, but there's work to do, there's customers to meet, and we just do that. And that's that's what it's all about. If I did not have my my South Indian, you know, uh training about yes darling I know it's hard but you still have to come out first in your class just concentrate on that you know that's all it is yes yeah
0: and and I can I can relate to that my grandmother one of the things that she taught besides the emphasis on family and and always being there no matter what happens is you don't quit um and I think that's also something that's really big in the Asian community is that idea of we don't quit we persevere um you know, as we can. So that was a value that I took from her and her teachings and and all of her wisdom. So um, I I 100% agree with you on that aspect. And I think you're approaching this with an extremely positive attitude.
1: A lot of people have gone through horrible, horrible Mm -hmm. times. And I know some customers who have come in and they are restarting. Or when I have done the cold calling, Mm -hmm. there are so many, in in fact, from our Oceanside Chamber of Commerce, so many of them Mm -hmm. have said, we no longer have the business or right. we think, yes, we might be reopening, but we have no idea what, what it will look like. We don't even know what to plan for. And it's not like two or three of them, you know, right. it's like 20%, 30% of the people that I call and it's scary. It's really scary that small businesses, especially women's businesses, mm-hmm. you know, which are personal services, a lot of them have closed down. Yeah. Yeah. And what what will women what will the what will the business owners do if they mm-hmm. are single mothers and so on and I met so many Asian women yeah. in the small business development and uh, courses where mm-hmm. they said they got laid off mm-hmm. because oh the owner didn't like my accent and you know I'm the oldest one in the in the shop whatever mm-hmm. they need to reorganize and become owners themselves. So they they have that idea and that's what will that, that, that should motivate me and others to help each other.
0: Absolutely. And I think that's a good shift into our next question, which is talk to us a little bit about what Minuteman Press does. You mentioned it at the beginning, it is a printing company, but can you talk to us a little bit about, about the
1: services you have? The Minuteman Press is an international uh, corporation and it has franchises. Uh, all over, uh, uh, all over the United States. In in uh, San Diego County, at least, I know they want to have one for every city. So there was one in San Marcos. There's one in Carlsbad, and there wasn't and there wasn't one in Oceanside for about ten years or something. So they insisted that we open a new one. Usually, in fact, everybody every new uh, minute press in San Diego County. Bonsal and Temecula had bought into an existing printing company, which is how they survived. But if you want to open one fresh and start with customer number one, it's hell. And, I would, and nobody would, would would disagree with me. And all the other Minuteman presses were saying, why did you start fresh? Why didn't you just wait? And we, there was a business, you know, right on, um, uh, oh, just off of Ocean Boulevard, that had been for sale and we should have bought that. But in any case, I was not the decision maker. I just just found myself in this situation. But what they what they actually do is um, they have their branding, but they and we pay to hold their branding and they introduce the owners to third party vendors for the for the equipment and all the other services. So all the other franchises actually pay the headquarters for their software, for the costing software, and for the for the uh, le- lease on the website, etc. So, um, in Oceanside, Minuteman Press, and each one has its own character, and so the Oceanside Minuteman Press is being molded by me, and the way I am molding it is being a partner to my community. I am a member of the Museum of Art. I am a member of the Theater Group. I'm the designated creator of the Oceanside Theatre Group. And um and uh there are several other Oceanside um institutions, uh real estate institutions, insurances that that uh have become my customers. Or uh, the ones I think about is restaurant um Supplies and so on, uh, and then we hired San Marcos. So I've got San Marcos. My ultimate goal is for Oceanside to be the community printer for Oceanside, Vista, and San Marcos, just out the the Tri City area. That's all, and that's that's a big order. I'm mean, I don't want to go you know start earning millions of dollars or whatever. So that that's we are not we are not on any public uh public platform for for purchasing or whatever. But there are a couple of things that Oceanside has has made um channels into. One is with the Better Business Bureau. We became accredited as the Better Business Bureau, we got nominated for the 2021 Ethics Award. In fact, we were nominated in the 2020 Ethics Award and then they send it. Oh, no, no, you have to be in business for three years. but And you've only been in business for two years, sorry. <laughs> we have, we're gonna have to take a nomination. We'll put you on for next year. So next year. So I just completed that, that application, um, whatever. And FedEx has a grant for uh, innovative business ideas. So I submitted a grant for that. That has money. But Better Business Bureau doesn't have money, but it does have recognition. But at least for that, and also in in these in these difficult times, I found I found help from the county, who gave me a small grant, and the uh, Oceanside Chamber of Commerce, which gave me a small grant. So those are those are great recognition terms. It's not in the sense of monetary funds, but in the sense that. This Oceanside Minuteman Press is being recognized as a community organization.
0: Absolutely. And um, I love everything that you said there. Oceanside is obviously really big in the community anyways, and we are known for support of our local small businesses. So I think that is a really important aspect of your overall plan on how to continue to progress um, your small business. Um Can you talk to us a little bit about what the printing industry is like in Oceanside? I know that it's very competitive and you talked about kind of your place in that, but can you talk to us a little bit about the
1: overall industry? Um, It's actually very competitive for small businesses like us. First of all, you have uh, most of the people in Oceanside, at least in Oceanside, are like small uh, individual businesses that sell in like Shopify and Etsy and on. So it's like e-commerce people sell their, their products um, on on online. So they want to have their, their labels, their logos, their um, business cards and so on, but they don't want to have large numbers, 10 or 20 to go to a, um, let's say uh, uh, event, you know, um, uh, to to showcase their products or whatever. So the options that they have is that they can go online, they can download it, they can download a template and print out their flyers, their banners—not banners, but flyers and brochures and and uh, business cards. And uh, if they don't like it, they can go to Staples and order 10 or 20, 25 business cards. And a lot of people, the biggest competitor is are the online online vendors who do like, you know, Vistaprint and uh, Bizprint. Uh, there are several others. Um, in they are they are very, very cheap. They're $8 for a hundred cards or 500 cards or whatever. But if, the, if you make a mistake in the art or there's, if you don't like the, co- the the paper that they use, it doesn't matter. I mean you just have to accept what they have. But uh, the only thing that I have uh, that I object to is most of these online vendors are not even based in the US. Vistaprint, for example, is a Dutch company. so we are spending our money where our community has suffered through for the last three months, we are spending our money and paying the Dutch. So even if you spend $20, it would be better if you spend $20 with a vendor in in our community. If you go to Staples, you're not selling it to one person. You're selling it to a corporation that's based someplace else. And same thing with Kinko's. You know, FedEx is an international company. You're, spe- you're send- spending it to a corporation. This, you know, the Main Street Oceanside uh, logo, you know, shop local, it's very real. It's very real. If you think about all the shops that have been closed, all the people that said we, we are no longer in business, we don't know when we are going to open. These are real things. And I think that that shop owners like me should actually think about their home. And I think that's one difference between Asian business uh, people and any others or our corporation. Individuals and Asians are very, very uh, uh, concerned about their stopping ground, their home. This is my home. This is mine. And all of you, all of this around me is going to affect you. They're very conscious of that. And people may not be aware of it, but that is true.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and and going on that shop local topic, um, I know the Oceanside community focuses really heavily on making sure that we are supporting small businesses, we are shopping local, dining local, um, playing local, all that, all that that is incorporated with that, um, especially through this very tough, um, pandemic, which leads right into our next question, which is, I know you guys have been one of the businesses that has suffered through this COVID nineteen pandemic, and. How did you overcome these obstacles to help keep minute flow? I know that you've been out there applying for all the grants that you can and trying to do as much, but can you touch a little bit more on maybe some of the other things that you um that you have done
1: well i yes i have i I must say. That the grants from uh, from the county and the grant from uh, from the Oceanside Chamber of Commerce, um, they they played a very large part in boosting my morale. It's not actually, I mean, they're not giving me the money to to pay for three people, you know, at a time. But I was lucky in getting a uh, pay, paycheck protection plan um, early on. That was in May of 2020 or something like June, June of 2020. And immediately I said, okay, you know, I'm going to get the, the man who owned the San Marcos uh, business and went bankrupt. I'm going to hire him so that I can get the customers from there. So then what I did was I created the structure for a business. I hired three people and we went, we went very strongly as the, team. And we actually made, you know, we went from hundreds for one month to 5,000 the next month. Unfortunately, uh, we didn't really get the increased customers to increase the revenue. But we did very, very well on the marketing. So and it broke my heart to let the people go. But at least I had that, I had that um, uh, experience. And the 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 three people who were members of a team, had never done the the creation of a business entity like writing writing the the, the employee handbook like writing the mission statements, the capability statements and a variety of other documents that i needed for certifications we all participated did the business plan did the swot analysis and so on so we used to have a weekly meeting and we would put down, you know, what, what we had to do, what, the, what our tasks were and so on. At the end of two months, when we went back and put our minutes together from all the, all the four people, we were amazed at what we, had, what we had achieved. And we said, we need to celebrate. So we went out to an Indian restaurant and had the time of our life. It was, it was so wonderful but that came to an end it did come to an end and i know it's the finances and i can know i can do it again so all i'm waiting is for my eidl to come through and then i'm going to put it put it together we have the the starting of a, we have the framework to start with and i'm going to get the same kind of people if not the same people and and uh, start up again there is no other way what is the what is the alternative Right, there isn't one. (laughs) There isn't one. We have to go.
0: Yeah. Right, absolutely. That's what I do. It's clear that you have, you know, put blood, sweat and tears into making this business work. And even with the career shift, you talked about at the beginning, taking this up. um, I applaud your work ethic and getting it all figured out and connecting with the right people. I know you are not afraid to reach out to us here at the chamber to see how we can help you and and utilize your assets in that way. So um, I think that you have it all on on the right path and you'll be able to uh, head over to an Indian restaurant and celebrate again soon. But
1: um. You know what? I, he's going to open a new one in Oceanside. Uh-huh. We have to keep. We have to keep track of that. <laughs> yes, but absolutely. And, and I'm looking around for all these um, the business Asian business owners, and I've got uh-huh. two already. One is a Vietnamese in Mission, and I just spoke with the other person. She was a Korean uh, adoptee, and mm-hmm. she works in, with the um, she works it as an advisor or a help group for the uh, veterans. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm trying to find a way so we can showcase them, and I'm also trying to get um, Rodney to get his do- his uh, sister agree to to show- be showcased. She's a little shy, but. Um, <laughs>
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I applaud your efforts in that area to recognize other Asian business owners during this month and learn about maybe their story or even what they have um, if they're willing to share that. So I applaud you for your work in that. But I want to an Asian
1: American, I mean Asian American women uh-huh. business business owner initiative. Yeah, so that we can come together and share and, and help each other out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love that idea.
1: But if anyone wants to get in contact with you, um, how can they reach out to you? Well, you know, we, we do have a a website and we are on Google. And uh, this month I have sent out emails saying that you, that we offer 30 minute free consultation by phone. And my phone is 760-295-2959. And anybody can call and say, "Hey, I have this. I want a banner. I want it to be this big, uh, and I want to say this. But I don't know exactly what to put down there. And uh, and I can have our graphic artists work with them. And we have we have one of the fed, uh Realty uh, services who are doing this um, with with our, with our artists. They want to do a a series of handouts and so on so uh we we do a free consultation we have several bundled things instead of just buying one at a time real estate i bundled up fewer quantities of essential advertising products and it's like a hundred dollars you can get a few of everything and when you know you're using one more than the others then you can buy you can buy them separately so i have one for real estate a lot for the eateries i even have a uh, mailing service we now have a mailing service so people can can reach out to us and say can you please mail it to this zip code or yeah and for the eateries we're offering uh, a qr code so they can see yeah, so they can mail out to their communities um, and say, hey, we are reopening, and here's a you, here is the menu, and they can have various. There's a bundle for them with a banner, a sidewalk, um, a sidewalk sign, and so on that they can choose what they want. Uh, we also have uh, a water uh, waterproof uh, menus like for, from PVC and synthetics, so you can wash your menus afterwards if you wanted to. Um, So we, we are available by email, that is the best, you send us the art, and if it is ready to print, we will give it to you in 24 hours. And I do deliveries Friday after 12.
0: Perfect. Well, that is all great information, and and like I said before, um, I applaud you for putting this all together and continuing to persevere through all the obstacles that are thrown your way. And I just want to ask you one last question. You've talked a lot about how important the Oceanside community is to you. So, what does it mean to you to advance Oceanside?
1: You know, this is my new home since 2018, and I I always like the like the ocean, and. Actually, I was trained in California and uh, my my and I also worked for the state. So uh, I first landed when I was 19 in LA. So I have degrees from UCLA and UC Berkeley and I worked in Sacramento with the AIDS program. Uh, so basically I am a, a Californian, so to speak. Um, and then of course I had 25 years in Atlanta with the CDC. But you know, there's nothing wrong with Oceanside as far as the temperature, the uh, ocean, and the ocean is relatively calm. It doesn't have, you know, you don't have worries about so tsunami. Well, there is always a tsunami alert, but you know, you don't have uh, high waves and things like you can get in um, in elsewhere. And to me, this is this is my last this is my last place. And uh, I I found Oceana, which is a, which is for the uh, uh, for the uh, elderly like me, and um, my my grandson is here, and I'm going to watch him grow up, and so this is my home, and it means a lot to me to make it very very good, so I can find the foods that I want to eat, places I want to go, and make and I'm going to put my effort into making the South Indian and the Indian culture shine through everything else.
0: Absolutely. I love that message and all the work you're putting into all those aspects, just recognizing Asian American Heritage Month, but also just focusing on the Oceanside community and and how Minutemen Press has a, a home here within Oceanside. So Vishnu, thank you so much for sharing everything, your story with us and being so open. And and then also talking to us a little bit about what Minutemen Press is. Um, I applaud you for all of your hard work and everything that you've put into this business. Um, and I hope that you can continue to work to make the Asian community shine within Oceanside as well. So thank you so much for being with us today. And I hope to connect with you again very soon.
1: Thank you very much, Hannah. It's a real pleasure and a real honor mm-hmm. to be able to, to talk with you and share my innermost thoughts and feelings <laughs> and, and hopes um, for Oceanside.
0: Absolutely.
1: (laughs) Bye-bye.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Advancing Oceanside podcast, brought to you by the Oceanside Chamber of Commerce. Continue with us on our journey to help inform, better educate, and ultimately advocate for Oceanside. You can view all of our other podcasts on any podcast listening locations, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, or visit our YouTube channel. And don't forget to subscribe to catch all the latest updates on all things Oceanside. Join us next week as we host another influential leader from our community.